Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hey friend, oh my goodness. If you are here, you know how amazing the internet is and I am so excited to introduce you to my internet friend. We're gonna meet each other at some point. We're gonna meet each other in person. I always feel that. If not, hey, we'll meet each other in heaven, but I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Christy. Her story is incredible. We've been chatting online for, I don't know, a couple years. I feel like we've been connected and then most recently we connected and I said, I have to have you on the podcast. So without further ado, we'll get into the story because that's the meat of everything. But Christy, welcome to the Seek First CEO podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is it's such a treat and it's who knew, right? Who knew? It, who knew? I yeah. mean, it, it, and then on some level, I think about the very first time, like I even messaged you and I'm like, well, of course this was going to happen. Like you know, I don't that know. That is so cool. You know, the it's internet so cool. such a bad reputation because there are, you know, there's bad people on the internet, like who just want to stir chaos and confusion and doubt and fear and animosity and all the things. But y'all, this is such a good reminder that we can be the light. That's what, that's our job, right? To go into the dark places and be the light. So I think Christy and I's relationship and friendship um, is such a beautiful testimony of that. So Christy, we were chatting a little bit before recording. I'm like, we have to just start recording because this stuff is so good. Um, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself um, and then we'll just, we'll keep going with all the, this God is so cool. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. So cool. Okay. So the quick story is um, I'm from Reno, Nevada. I have three adult sons who I raised um, as a single mom um, since they were five, seven, and 11. And a lot of responsibility, right? Um, A lot of weight over the years. And I just um, developed, I mean, we all have this anyways, but I developed this way of thinking it was all on me. Everything was on me. And so their well-being, the future, how they were going to turn out, like as mamas, we do that, right? And I had all this angst and um, turmoil going on around me with the tumultuous divorce. And so it just became heavier and heavier and heavier. Um, Anyhow, they, about six years ago now, I um, started with an adaptogenic herbal supplement company. And I have just seen God work through that, through the plants that he created through the people that are sharing it through the people it has brought to me, which I can say is you, because, um, what happened was I tuned into some free 
entrepreneur training thing that had multiple speakers on it. And you were one of them. And uh, you just grabbed my heart and soul. It, you know, I watched a few of them, but I just honed in onto you. And so then, of course, I start following you and then I start watching everything you're doing and, and the videos and everything. At some point, I reached out to you. Um, but one of the things is that I saw you marking up your Bible, like you would show pictures of it and you would talk about it. And I was raised um, with religious family, but not going to the church. And I, I, I witnessed some things that wasn't appealing about being religious, a lot of judgment, a lot of our, our way is the only way, excuse me, you know, the other belief systems aren't good, those sorts of things. And so I had, um, I never wanted to be a part of a church because of that. And I would never mark up my Bible. Right. So when I saw you doing, I was like, oh, it's so pretty. Look at all the highlighters and everything. Um, and I, um, I was God fearing. So I, I didn't really see all the love and the kindness and the guidance and the grace, the grace that God gives us. And you started showing me all that through everything that you do. Like you said, talk about the internet. I mean, you, you, you could have never reached me. I wouldn't be sitting here right here having this conversation with you without the internet. And so I just started watching you and I was at a point where it was a pretty low time. I was having a really hard time, um, just mostly as a mom. And I, um, decided to get a Bible. I watched you. I'm like, I want to get a Bible. I want to mark it up, you know, the journaling Bible. So I get this Bible. I start doing studies and the study books that you recommend. I started doing those and I started diving in and actually doing these studies and reading from the Bible and marking it up and making notes. And I would write prayers in there and the dates and, um, I, everything, God just started working through me and started transforming me. And it was funny. I would use the systems that you were teaching with my closest, um, girls on my team. And I would call you my Bible thumping friend. I'd go, I love it. (laughs) I'd be like, well, I learned this from my Bible thumping friend. And what was funny was the Bible thumper of, okay, me growing up, a Bible thumper had a different definition, right? Than what I gave you. I mean, I was like, I love my Bible thumper friend. Like I would, you were like a form of worship to me because I would get on and watch you. And it was like, you were preaching to me and I was, you know, hearing the word through you. And it just kept guiding me. So I just kept doing more studies. I kept reading the Bible. And at some point I started looking backwards because I had a foundation um, with God. I had a great relationship with Jesus when I was a child, Um, despite my family. I'll explain a little bit more. But I started retracing that path. And, th- and just trying to figure out how I got to where I was and where I started. So when I was a child, I had a picture of Jesus in the most ugly gold frame, if you can imagine. Um, I was born in 69. So I don't know, think 60s, 70s, big gold frame, nightlight. Um, I think over- we may have had some of those frames. <laughs> <laughs> over Jesus's face, right? And it hung over my bed. And 
I would sit on my bed and look at his picture and I would talk to him. And I, I think in my head, he was like my imaginary friend and he was just with me all the time. And then we would visit, I would visit with him with this picture. Well, at some point the picture came down and then I, like I said, went through my marriage and went through divorce after divorce is when I really started trying to find myself. And I was seeking, you know, you talk about my, you know, I'm a seeker. I'm always looking and I was seeking and I went down this, you know, the universe spiritual, right? Uh-huh. Cause I didn't want to be religious. I didn't want to go to church. I wanted to be spiritual and religious and or meant, I'm sorry, the universe and Um, I started getting into meditation and yoga and I was in this other realm, as you would say, but I started seeing Jesus. I mean, pictures of Jesus in places that you don't expect to see Jesus. Right. And so when I started doing this, this reflection, I'm like, he's been showing up in all of the places I didn't expect him to show up to continue to guide me to this place. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went through this whole reflection. Well, at one point during that, I realized that the picture probably came down around the time that I had a a loss. So my neighbor um, was a boy. He was like my brother. He was 18. I was 10 years old. He was killed in a car accident. So when I, you know, upon reflection, we can find, we can see the path sometimes better And I was like, I think that's when the picture came down. I think that's when my relationship was severed. So when I was in this process of seeking, I had an experience that brought that to light. And I started carrying a picture of Jesus around in my wallet. And even though I stayed, you know, just a spiritual person for about 10 years, Jesus was always there and always guiding me. And I, I wholeheartedly know that he guided me to you in this experience. And so as I, studying my Bible and I'm learning this thing and I'm following you and I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm, you know, telling my team, oh, my Bible thumper friend tells us we should try this and we should try that. Um, I'm getting further and further down the path. And so I started watching about a year or about a year and a half ago. I think it was during the shutdown, right? The, The dreaded pandemic that we were seeking more. I started watching a, a church service online. And I was loving that. And then one day, a year ago, this month, actually, uh, last week, it's been one year exactly, I decided I need a place, right? Now, this is a girl that was never going to go to church or belong to a church. I need a place. I need to be around people. I have my internet friends. I have, you know, existing um, Christ followers, but, but I'm not surrounded by them. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I'm going to become a, a church hopper, right? I'm going to go to church this week. I'm going to try this one by my house. And the next week I'll go to another one and another one. And that'll give me, cause I love churches and temples and the place, right? And it'll give me that feeling, but then I don't have to become religious, right? <laughs> so I went to church and I came home feeling better than when I left. And so the next week I go, I think I might try that place again. I think I might try that place again. So next thing, you know, I'm doing, they did uh, the Dave Ramsey financial piece university. I did that, went through that. That was great. Then in the spring, um, I did a Bible study with them and I'm, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm inundated in the church, but I am like, 
it's my family. I don't feel like a visitor anymore. I feel like part of the family and I love the church and I love going to church. And I just, the whole, my whole experience has changed. And so, and I was blessed with tickets to a conference, a Christian conference, leadership conference, um, a, I don't know, a month or so ago. So I had ended up, um, through following you and like, oh, I want to do the one-on-one. I need coaching. I, you know, need to help my business, all of this stuff. I started doing all these things. And then I became a member, um, into seek first. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And I think it was the only, it was within the same month that I go to this leadership Christian conference. And I wish I could tell you guys, I wish I could portray the, the sermon that changed everything for me, but his name is Judas Smith. He's a pastor in California, Washington is where he resides. But, um, anyways, he was one of the speakers at this conference and it was an hour long. And the gist of it was he was talking about, um, Zacchaeus and he was talking about when he was, you know, he was successful, but he was always striving to be better and to make more money and to have more money. And then when he heard the Messiah was coming through, he, he's short, right? If you think about, he, he tells that we're all short, right? And he climbs up the tree to get a glimpse at the Messiah. And um, then as Jesus starts to walk to the tree, he, he, that pride comes in, right? Like, well, look at me. I picked the right tree because Jesus is coming towards my tree. And he says, then Jesus gets to the tree and he looks up at him and he's like, come down, right? Come down. And he's just like, he says, it's one of the only times in the Bible that they say, hurry, like time is not an issue in the Bible, but he says, hurry, come down. And he goes through this whole thing. And then this is the part that gets you. He says, I just want to come to your house. And his whole thing was like, stop striving, stop trying, stop looking for the next thing, stop getting the next thing, stop enrolling in the next thing, you know, to do all the stuff that we try to do. He's like, stop striving, come down. I just want to come to your house. I just want to have dinner with you. And what the crazy part of this was, is that this was the second day of the conference. And when I got there, I love books because I'm a seeker, right? So I love learning. I need more books. Oh, I need that book. I need to learn that. So when we got there, I was like looking at all these books. I had to have all the books. I wanted all the books. And I had bought some books that morning and was carrying around this bag of books. And I get up from the sermon. I mean, it was amazing. There wasn't a dry eye in the room. And I stood up and I grabbed that bag of books and put it on my shoulder. And I started to walk out and it hit me. And I was like, I am carrying around a bag of books that I don't need. And from that moment to coming home, I decided to clear everything off my plate (laughs) and your membership was one of them. (laughs) And and what was so crazy about it is it was like, this is what, you know, for two years or whatever, this is what my goal has been like work directly with Heather, right? This, this, and I felt like that's what God was calling me to do. Like 
why you were put in my path, why I was seeing what you were seeing. I'm like, God wants me to work with Heather. And then I just get the membership and this whole experience happens. And I came home and I canceled my membership. I, I turned off a lot of my subscription or not a lot, all of my subscription. Like I just wiped everything off of my plate because it moved me so much. I was like, Jesus just wants to come to my house. He just wants to sit down and talk with me. And then that made me think back of my being a little girl and sitting and talking to his picture. Like what, what we can get from just sitting down and talking to Jesus versus the books and the bags of books and the weight and the memberships and the meetings and the, all the stuff. And that's what hit me. So what was so funny about it, and I'm so glad you, you have such a great sense of humor was when I reached out or when you reached out to me, because I was like, I'm going to reach out, but I just don't know how to tell you this. And honestly, it was so overwhelming. You know, when you're moved spiritually like that, you, it's like, you can't even put it into words really. So in the revelation, you're like, what just happened? Yeah. (laughs) What just happened? We literally, it was so moving afterwards. We went and sat at this table and just didn't even speak for like 30 minutes. It was like, what just happened? Like, I feel like I was changed in an hour. Yeah. And so anyways, when you reached out to me and then I responded, I'm like, I don't know how to tell you this, but you have done such a good job that I don't need you anymore. <laughs> you, 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 now, now don't get me wrong. I know that I do truly need you. And what's going to be really fun about this is when it does happen, it's going to be after I spend this time with Jesus and figure out what it is I need. Because the thing is, is when you're striving, right? When I was striving and looking for all the things that pile on the next thing and piling on the next thing, I don't even know what I need at that point. And so, you know, it's like, it just goes back to that come down, right? Come down. I just want to come to your house. Hurry. Yeah, quit. hurry, hurry. Right. And I just like, yeah. So you Heather have done such an amazing job that you have brought me back to myself. You have helped me reflect over my entire life of my path with Jesus and what happened. Well, here's another thing I didn't even tell you at the beginning of, um, April, I got baptized. I mean, I mean the girl that was like, not going to belong to a church. Right. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but I really owe it all to you and you allowing God to work through you to share these messages because, and that's what I was saying was like, you know, your membership, the value that I've gotten from you is exponentially larger than any membership or training that you've done. Well, you gotta be crying over here. (laughs) I know me too. Me too. Because it's just, I mean, that's the truth of it is that I had a foundation and I was seeking, I mean, your, your branding, right. Is right in alignment with what I've been doing for so long. My, um, my Bible, something. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, your Bible thumping, seeking, <laughs> branding is what I've been looking for and doing all along. But you are, you know, when you think about like a catalyst to where you are in your life, you are it. And I know I've messaged you a few times over this transformation, right? It's like, you know, Heather, I'm going to church and I want you to know it's because of you. Right. And it, and it is because that day of seeing you and then starting to follow you and then, oh my gosh, I can use a highlighter in my Bible. Ooh, she just, she just told me about this great study I'm going to do. I did the study, right? Every single one was leading me to this place. And so I would, I would message you and say, okay, you're, you're the catalyst for me doing this. You know, when I got baptized, I messaged you, you know, and then when I canceled my membership, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're the catalyst of this too. You, you, you take me all the way down this path and now I'm, you know, canceling my membership. It's just so funny. It is so funny. So first of all, thank you. Um, I'm a words of affirmation. Like that's my love language. So I'm over here, um, you know, wiping my eyes. I, I, and a huge reason why I felt like this was such a necessary testimony is because as believers and as these women who have these businesses and you recognize it's a ministry and you sow and you sow and you sow and you pour in and you, you're really trying to serve people from a, um, from a pure heart. Now that does not mean we don't have goals. Cause here's the deal. I work with ambitious, overachieving, high achieving, right? Women. So I know the personality of the woman listening to this episode, And sometimes we don't see the fruit of our labor. And so we feel like because we don't see the fruit financially that we are failing and that the Lord isn't happy with us and that maybe we're not deserving of the success that we so desire. And um, you sharing that you're canceling your membership, it it made me laugh. I literally was like, that's hilarious. Like the Lord is like, well done thou good and faithful servant. And it has nothing to do with the money in my bank account. And I, I am driven. I am high achieving. Um, you know, many of you know, my story, I, 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 I love having big goals, but I have really, the Lord has had to transform my heart and my mind to really define success. And the world tells us success is money. The world tells us success is a platform. The world tells us success is, you know, a title or whatever that may be. And while those things are all okay and we can have those things, that is not God's definition of success. And I believe the Lord is looking for those who are willing to keep going despite not seeing the fruit that they want to see, because you have no clue what life you are touching. Christy, this sister that now she gets to be a strong pillar for her boys. It's so much deeper than we recognize guys. And I, I, I'm humbled that Jesus uses me. Who am I? Who am I? I was raised in a Christian home. I've known who the Lord was my whole life. And just like you, Christy, Jesus never stopped chasing me. When I was in clubs, 
you know, doing things I shouldn't have been doing, chasing after love and all the wrong places and, and entertaining myself with the world's pleasures and, you know, the enemy, what he would love for us to do. Just like you, Jesus not, never stopped chasing me. And so I don't have, it's so funny that you talk about, you know, the religion and I grew up in a very legalistic church. Um, and so I'm, I'm familiar with uh, that and what it looked like. And so I have also, it's so cool how God is. I have also been on a journey of discovering the true Jesus, the true God, the true holy. Like, what is that? Who is he? Who is his true character and his true nature? Not from a religious place of what somebody taught me, but from a revelation and experiential place of my own intimate relationship with him. And so, um, I just give God all the glory and, um, I'm just so thankful because Jesus never stopped chasing after me and Jesus transformed me so that I could share that love with other people. And guys, I still do it wrong. I'm not perfect. I don't do it. You know, I'm not, I haven't gone to seminary. I haven't gone to, you know, I don't have a theology degree, but I'm just trying to share a simple picture on Facebook or Instagram showing that you're writing up in your Bible gave Christy the, uh, uh, the permission to explore Jesus in a different way, to explore the God, the Bible in a different way that she had never been taught. So, oh my gosh, I didn't really expect the episode to go this way, but I think it's great. And it's what God wants. Um, I want to encourage the weary heart who is not seeing the fruit and she is weighing her value, her worth, her success based off of what is coming in, in her bank account. Guys, we have so much more of not only a responsibility, but an opportunity to be the light that this dark world needs. And I promise you, um, you know, her, her money in my bank account, you know, for the membership does not even compare to the joy in my heart, knowing that I was a part of her journey back to Jesus, that the Lord just simply used me as a vessel. I'm not any better than any one of you listening. I'm not any more anything. I am simply a girl who lost it all and and found Jesus's all and realizing that kind of similar to your story, that God is my provider. It's not all on my shoulders. How silly of me to try to carry that weight. And so Christy, I just, I thank you for sharing that testimony. Um, and, and, and just sharing your journey along the way, it encourages me to see women going deeper with the Lord. You know, whether you knew him your whole life or not, there is unlimited amount of the Lord to discover. He wants that intimate relationship with you, but it it's a two, a relationship is a two way street, right? You seek him so that you find him and those who seek him, he promises that you'll find him. And so I just, I'm so thankful that the Lord, I don't know, sometimes and there are, and I think that's the part too, that we see people who we might look at as successful and we think they have it all figured out. You guys, there are many days I have no clue what I'm doing in, in the, in the, I mean, I do, but I don't, right? All I know is I'm just going to be me. I'm going to share Jesus and I'm going to share what's on my heart. Sometimes that's posting. Sometimes that's not. Sometimes that's um, messaging people. Sometimes, I don't know. I mean, it could look different, but honestly, more days than not, I don't have this crazy strategy. Like Jesus is my strategy. And when I say that to you, 
I have people ask me, what does that mean? And I'm like, it, it means what I'm saying. Like God, it has become my strategy. And that's the season that you're in. He's like, come to me. I just want to come to your house. I just want to have dinner with you. I, I just want to sit with you. Yo, what more could we ask for? Like the creator of the universe wants to spend time with you. And so while he can use people like me as a resource, that is the whole message of the seek first CEO. Like that's the whole thing. God is your source. Everything, everyone, every tool, everything else is simply a tool. It is an extra. But if we get that twisted, like you're coming to me for the answers, that's not good. I'm not God, right? I'm not the Holy Spirit, but he can absolutely use me as a tool. And so whether you're on the side of that um, seeking and you're seeking the Lord and perhaps maybe the Lord's calling you to do what Christy's doing, drop the backpack, drop the weight of carrying around this load on your back. I just love that when you shared that testimony, I was like, oh, I could just picture you lugging around these books thinking, this is my answer. This is my answer. And the Lord's like, I already am your answer and I'm already inside of you. You don't need that stuff. Drop the backpack. Come to me. I want to hang out with you, Jeremiah 33. Come to me. I'll tell you hidden things you don't know. Come to me. So while this is hilarious because I worked my way out of a, out of a (laughs) a financial job, right? Um, At the same time, I I think that the Lord wants, wants more of this. And so the Lord showed me in my networking, network marketing journey that I had made myself an idol to women. Now it's not like I said, I'm your God and I forced people to do that, but I, I, I put myself in a position where I was the answer and you wanted what I had. Now I, I knew that was Jesus, but the Lord just showed me some ways that I did that kind of wrong. And so this is such a beautiful way that the Lord's like, okay, we've got that worked out now, right? Like, like yes, people might want some of the the life, you know, it, for, for me in network marketing, it was my lifestyle. I was like, don't you want my lifestyle? God is so good. He's blessing me. Look at all this money. Look at the trips, look at the cars, look at all the things. And there was, um, there was truth to that because God did provide all those things. There was also some pride, some, some other yuck that was attached to it that made it not pure in heart. And the Lord just showed me that. And so, you know, my season of losing it all, it's my greatest testimony because I found Jesus is all. And I can literally look at you and any other person and say, yes, you may want success of the world, but you, nothing will satisfy you like success in, in your relationship with the Lord. So thank you for, um, working me, uh, allowing me to work myself out of a job. I think it's, I just think it's <laughs> hilarious and amazing and so good. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. This um, totally took a, a different spin than I thought, but I'm over here like snotty nose. My makeup's running. <laughs> I'm like, this is so good. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Christy. Okay, so tell us, um, now that you're on this kind of, I don't know, like a sabbatical of all the things. Um, so what are you doing? What are you doing? How are you preparing for time with the Lord? So I am spending more time with the Lord throughout the day um, than ever before. and. Can you give us an example of that? Like, I think that's something, yeah, I'd, I'd love to know what, it, what does that look like? And, and I want people to hear how simple it is. Like, it's not this like crazy, you know, just how simple is that? Tell me, tell me what that looks like. 
So my biggest thing I think I got out of this is I, I want to be aware. So I want, you know, focus. We always talk about I, through my whole experiences of, you know, the meditation and the yoga, it's always about being present, being present, being present. But this is different. This is like, I want to be so present throughout the day that I don't miss hearing him, seeing something he wants to show me. You know, it's just every day, it's just, you know, I, I, I pray for protection and guidance. And I start off the morning, you know, from the moment my eyes wake up or from the moment my eyes open in the morning, that's where it starts. So I will either listen to like a guided prayer um, on my phone before I ever get out of bed or I'll lay there and pray or I'll listen to worship music. Um, and I actually... I mean, I, I'm blessed with the liberty to be able to lay in bed for a little bit in the morning, right? Mamas with little kids or, or something like that might not be able to, but I actually lay in bed for a few moments and stay in that space for a minute. And I've also just started talking to Jesus. So, you know, all these things we see, you know, when you see somebody and they're like, they do such a good prayer. It's like, oh, I could never pray that good. I can't say those words. I'm just talking. I am literally having a, creating a relationship with Jesus. So I just talk and talk through my things. And a lot of it, you know, I've been so grateful, especially over the last couple of years. I've just watched God, you know, when I, when I hit that rock bottom place and was praying on my knees, I have watched modern day miracles. And I always thought those things just happened in the Bible. It was back then. But when we really sit and think about it and we, and we, we open our eyes to what it is, they're happening around us today all the time. Jesus is still performing miracles. And so I focus on the miracles. Um, now I lost my train of thought, but when I got down on my knees and I started allowing that, I, my biggest thing was gratitude. So for, I would say the last two years, my prayer has just been, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now since this experience, it's molding into more like, let's have a relationship. Okay. I'm going to start now, not start. I have started talking to Jesus about the stuff I don't want to talk about. Right. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm asking the hard questions that maybe I was kind of afraid to ask. It's so funny because God knows what we're thinking, right? But somehow we feel like if we don't say it out loud, maybe we're kind of skirting around it. Well, during this time in my life and these times that I'm sitting with Jesus. So I have a couple alarms on my phone throughout the day that just say, be still. So they go off twice a day. And I have them there kind of, I haven't needed them too much, but it's kind of as a safety net so that I don't get caught up in the day. You know, that alarm goes off and it brings me back. Be present, be present. Um, So I have a couple, I mean, you know, if I would have figured this out sooner, I would have had six alarms in my phone, right? Because that's what I needed at the time. So if you need two alarms or 10 alarms, it doesn't matter, but it goes off and it brings you back to the moment. So you're not off on that tan, you know, whatever rabbit hole you're going down. Um, so I've been doing that. And when it goes off, I actually stop if I haven't already, you know, or if, or if something happens like a relationship or a phone call or, you know, something with your business or a team member or whatever, stopping 
and sitting and talking to Jesus about it in the moment, praying about it. Um, and then again, I do this all right before I go to sleep because I feel like it's so important to lock that in, um, before sleep, you know, rather than absolutely we're, we're worrying about, or we want to learn, or we think we need to do, I, I wipe all that out and really just sit and talk, um, to Jesus as I go to sleep at night. So it's become more of a conversation with him. It, it really reminds me of when I used to sit up on my bed and just look at his picture and talk to him, like, you know, my imaginary friend. And, I love um, it. And it can be that simple. And I think someone needs to hear that. Like, it's not, like you said, you hear these people who pray these elaborate prayers. There's actually verses about that that says, don't, you know, it's not about, and it's, I'm not, that's not to say that people who are powerful prayer warriors and they have that, that that's a bad thing that there's, that's absolutely a good thing. However, when we're like trying to be fancy, there's, there is simply no need. And so I love what you said about you're learning how to talk to him about the hard things and the things that you don't really want to talk about, but, um, intimacy builds trust. And so the more intimate that we become with the Lord, the more trust that we have in him. And I believe that one of God's main love languages is trust. He Mm -hmm. wants us to trust him. He wants to know that that in, in your parenting as a single mom, um, you had shared a little bit before we started recording that you used to say you were doing it alone, but you don't say that anymore. Well, why not? Because you know that you weren't alone. Um, and so when we feel alone, it, it isolates us. And that's one of the tactics of the enemy. But when we know that the Lord is there and we can literally talk to him while we're doing dishes, we can talk to him while we are slaying in bed. We can talk to him while we're driving. Like he's literally available all the time. And that is where we start to build that trust with him when we start to build intimacy so that we can have those deeper conversations. Um, oh my goodness. Your testimony is so good. Um, I'm snotty over here and I just love it. And I can't wait to see what fruit comes of this time where you are really being that, that sitting at the feet of Jesus, the Mary and Martha story, right? Where we just sitting at the feet of Jesus and allowing him to talk to you. You talk to him. We talk about the big things. We talk about the little things. And it's such a good reminder that God cares. Mm -hmm. Well, when it comes to your business and goals too, that, that was the latest thing that I did because, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, we could have a whole other podcast on goals, right? Why they're important. Biblical reasons, right. To have goals. But, um, some of the hard questions and talks I've had lately is, is this the business you want me to do? Yeah. Like I wholeheartedly believed I'm, I'm trying to be open to this right now. So I'm going to say it in past tense, but believed that this, what I was following God's path, this is exactly what God wants me to do. But through this trans, this, you know, transformation I'm going through, I'm like, I need to ask him like, don't ask him. Don't assume I need to make sure. And, and, and when we ask, actually be open to allow the answer to come. Right. It's not selective hearing like Lord, (laughs) you know, Oh, I like that answer. I don't like that answer. Yes. Right. Right. So good. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, I, one can't wait to meet you. Um, we keep talking about retreats and conferences over and over, obviously the last couple of years kind of ruin that a little bit, but right. I know we are going to meet. So I would love for you to wrap this up by giving this, the woman 
um, listening to this podcast, uh, just an encouraging word, any last minute tips or thoughts that you would love to share with her to leave her with? I would just say, don't give up. Like, you know, there are so many things. The enemy uses so many things to beat us down and to take us off course. And we all have our times where that happens. And we all get, you know, tired physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, but just always bring yourself back to him because he, he is the answer. It, it doesn't even matter what it is. He is the answer. And I loved what you said about trust. Like when this kind of started, I, you know, I was a surrender and then take it back surrender and take it back because uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah, because I had to take care of everything, right? Like it was all on me. And so, um, when I said, I am surrendering this, like God, I am giving it to you. I played Laura, da- Lauren Dangle song, trust in you all day long, every day to remind my, every time I tried to pick it back up, I went back put it, you know, and so it's just, it's don't give up. Like it, it might take time, but it's worth it. Beautiful. Well, friend, I love you. Thank you for coming on and sharing. Thank you for moving me to tears and just reminding me where the true success is. And so I appreciate you and your testimony and I can't wait to see what's on the other side of this and God has for you. Well, I love you and thank you. Thank you so much. I'm, I don't know if you truly understand. I wouldn't be sitting right here in this place and my family wouldn't be experiencing what they're experiencing if it wasn't for you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Glory to God. He is so good. He never stops chasing after us. Well, you listen to the calling and that's the, that's the big message here is You are absolutely right. God gets all the glory, but you listen and you act upon what he's asking you to do. And that is changing lives because it's not just me. This is a ripple effect of all the people that now I'm impacting. Well, that episode went in a different direction than I thought it would go. I pray that you are blessed by that so much. And I can't wait to hear the ripple effect that you are having in your sphere of influence. Hey, if you've been looking for a business and life coach that is spirit-led, I want to invite you to join the Seek First CEO Inner Circle, where you're getting weekly coaching, mentoring, accountability, support, workshops, all the things that you need to grow your business, not just for the Lord, but with the Lord so that you can thrive and use your business as a ministry to other people. The doors are open and we'd love to see you on the inside. 